0: Cast. it's not about the corner office it's not about the fancy title it's not even about the extra money responsible leadership is about taking care of those who choose to follow you and that care takes on many forms this podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best guests with the best advice to help you succeed in that endeavor the Responsible Leadership Podcast is a production of The Leadership Phalanx. To find out more about me and what I do, visit leadershipphalanx.com. That's leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X.com. And now, on to today's show. Sun Tzu said, the art of war is of vital importance to the state. It is a matter of life and death, a road either to safety or to ruin. Hence, it is a subject of inquiry which can on no account be neglected. The art of war, then, is governed by five constant factors to be taken into account in one's deliberations when seeking to determine the conditions obtaining in the field. These are 1. The Moral Law 2. Heaven 3. Earth 4. The Commander 5. Method and Discipline The moral law causes the people to be in complete accord with their ruler, so that they will follow him regardless of their lives, undismayed by any danger. Heaven signifies night and day, cold and heat times, and seasons. Earth comprises distances great and small, danger and security, open ground and narrow passes, the chances of life and death. The commander stands for the virtues of wisdom, sincerity, benevolence, courage, and strictness. By method and discipline are to understand the marshalling of the army in its proper subdivisions, the graduations of rank among the officers, the maintenance of roads by which supplies may reach the army, and the control of military expenditure. These five heads should be familiar to every general. He who knows them will be victorious. He who knows them not will fail. Now, many of you know that I put a major importance on history in leadership. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this show reading those passages. You see, those were written over 2,600 years ago. And while they were written by Sun Tzu and uh, penned in his book, Art of War, it's very easy to kind of dismiss them as war applicable only. So I'm going to break these down here and talk a little bit about what they mean to you as a business leader. Uh, even today, 2,600 plus years later. So let's start with, uh, with the first piece, moral law. Now, you can look at moral law in a couple of different ways. You can look at it kind of on the surface value as maybe talking about your religious beliefs and things like that. But we can also look at it as our organization's culture. If our organization's culture is right and tight and in align with what it is that we're actually doing, and we hire the right people that are in align with that culture, then we're not going to have to worry about any danger, right? And I'm going to read that section to you again. The moral law causes the people to be in complete accord with their ruler, so that they will follow him regardless of their lives undismayed by any danger. So again, let's break that down. If our culture is where it needs to be and if it is in alignment with what the organization is doing and our leaders are living by that culture, the folks who are working in our organization are in tune with that culture. And it says we're undismayed by any danger. That means when when rough times hit, we're not going to be so worried about it. We know that our culture is right. We know that our leaders are looking out for us. We know that the organization is put together uh, with success in mind. Now, let's move on to the next one. Heaven signifies night and day, cold and heat, times and seasons. You know, this is really to me about opportunity, right? The environment in which we operate. Um, Are we keeping track of the way that the temperatures are changing, meaning customer sentiment, meaning our uh, employee sentiment, our culture that we talked about before. Are we keeping an eye on it to make sure that it is still in align with what we're doing? When, when I read this and I see night and day, cold and heat, times and season, those are the things that I apply to modern leadership. The heaven is all of those kind of environmental issues around us? What are the markets doing? Uh, Right now, as we're recording this, we're in a big um, backlog uh, for the supply chain. What does that mean to our businesses and how can we as leaders help our organization through that? The earth comprises distances, great and small, danger and security, open ground and narrow passes, the chances of life and death. So if we're paying attention to the heaven and we, we know what those signals are, this earth piece tells us that it's important what we do with that information. We know what's going on. We can control only our own businesses. That's the earth, in my opinion, is our own businesses, our own teams, those people that we lead. Uh, what are we doing to, to help take advantage of those situations Uh, that are being caused by, quote, the heaven. And how are we leveraging those to our advantage? And how are we staying in line with that culture? Keep in mind, all of these things have to work together. Earth, heaven, moral law. Then comes the commander. The commander stands for the virtues of wisdom, sincerity, benevolence, courage, and strictness. Now, this is one, you know, again, uh, we, in modern times, we've been able to kind of quantify this a little bit. There's a famous uh, McKinsey uh, statistic that says that as much as 70% of an organization's success uh, require, is dependent on the leadership. Uh, Daniel Goleman quotes it in Emotional Intelligence as saying uh, as much as 70% of the employee's success is dependent on the leader. And that's what we're talking about here is putting those right leaders in place, right? Because even if you have the culture in place, the moral law, uh, even if you're paying attention to the environment, the heaven, even if you are taking care of the business to the point of of being able to take advantage of those things, the earth, if you don't have the right leaders, the commanders in place, then all of that falls apart. And this is why organizations need to be extremely intentional about who they promote, how they promote, why they promote them and how they prepare them through the promotion process to be able to take over. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is succession planning in a nutshell, right? A lot of times organizations will haphazardly promote people because they prove their competence at the job that they were hired to do. Uh, Or maybe because they have a fancy degree that in some New shiny technology, and they feel that the best recruitment tactic is to uh, bring them in into a leadership role. That's dangerous when you have people in these roles that aren't equipped to lead teams, that aren't equipped to lead people. You know, and again, that's a big distinction I make between management and leadership. Management is about things. Somebody can be a fantastic manager and keep the trains running on time, keep the microchips moving on down the line, but maybe they're not a great leader. And somebody can be a great leader and worry about the people and make sure that they're taken care of, um, but maybe they're not a great manager. What you want to look for in your organizations is that magic mixture of leader and manager. The person who knows how to take care of their employees, how to keep the earth in mind, how to keep the heaven in mind, how to keep the moral law, the culture in mind, but also be able to have those conversations with employees, show empathy, show emotional intelligence, and also as part of that, be able to encourage a reward, but also sometimes reprimand and discipline. That is a key component uh, to leadership and keeping things running smoothly. Now, the last piece here is by method and discipline. Method and discipline are to be understood the marshalling of the army and its proper subdivisions, the graduations of rank among the officers, the maintenance of roads by which supplies may reach the army, and the control of military expenditures. Now again, let's replace some of these military specific words with just control of expenditures and things like that. So when we break this down, we're talking about moving pieces. We're talking about infrastructure. We're talking about paying attention to uh, things like servicing of debt, uh, cybersecurity, tech debt, which some of my guests have talked about before on this show. These are all of these things, the method and discipline. Doesn't matter if you have the great culture. Doesn't matter if you're taking care of of, of the heaven piece. Doesn't matter if you're taking care of the earth piece. And honestly, it doesn't matter if you have the best uh, commanders in place. If you don't take care of the method and discipline, if you don't have a way to safely create the product, uh, to safely care for whatever information you collect about your customers, uh, and to safely get the product from point A to point B, Um, and also do it in a cost-effective way where you can still make a profit, keep everything affordable for your customers, pay your employees a competitive fair market wage so they can have a living. If you don't take care of the method and discipline piece, these other things start to fall apart. So again, all five of these things have to work together. The moral law, culture, heaven, kind of the atmosphere around you, earth, the business itself, uh, the commander, your leadership, who is in leadership and how you develop those leaders, and then method and discipline, kind of the infrastructure piece and keeping everything in line. And I'll close out again with this last piece. These five heads should be familiar to every general. He who knows them will be victorious. He who knows them not will fail. And we've seen that play out in history. We've seen a lot of organizations do really well in one or two of these areas and skyrocket and see some very short-term success and fizzle out because they didn't pay attention to all five of these. The organizations that we see that last For hundreds of years, take care of all five of these fairly well. And here's the danger, folks. We've seen some of those organizations in recent uh, history where they've stopped taking care of all five of these. Maybe they've promoted the wrong commander that has uh, corrupted uh, the culture, the moral law, and we've had disastrous consequences. So this isn't just something that you can pay attention to when you're starting the organization. This isn't just something that you can pay attention to uh, when you're going through a restructuring. These five elements, as Sun Tzu said uh, 2,600 years ago, they need to be known and familiar to every leader. Those who know them will be victorious. Those who know them not will fail. 2,600 years, folks, and it's as true today as it was back then. So there it is, a uh, little trip down uh, memory lane with our good friend Sun Sue, and another tie-in of history and modern leadership. Well, all right, folks, there you have it. Another great show about responsible leadership. I really appreciate you listening. And if you have any feedback for me, please reach out at earl at leadershipphalanx.com. That's E-A-R-L at leadership, P-H, Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing the show so these messages can spread further and make a bigger impact. With that, I look forward to speaking with you again in the next episode.